Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this particular subject just really not only angers me in multiple ways, it angers me about, you know, our precious black children. It also angers me at the failure of black people and the failure of black parents in particular, but let's get into the meat of this. And I will tell you why I'm kind of upset about some of this. So let's say the Arkansas Department of Education canceled a new AP African-American history course on Friday. It's a few days before the fall semester, notifying teachers that it would not recognize uh, it for a full course credit for the 23-24 school year. So an official from the department phoned high school teachers to share the news that the Arkansas Times had reported. It said the state would no longer cover the $90 testing cost and say for students who complete and say the course through teachers who still chose to offer it despite the decision. They say an email was sent Saturday to district curriculum administrators informing them the class was removed from the state's roster of offerings. And say upon taking office in January, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a banned critical race theory in K through 12 public schools via executive order. The order directs the Secretary of State's Department of Education to review rules, policies, and regulations that could indoctrinate students with ideologies such as CRT that conflict with the principle of equal protection under the law or encourage students to discriminate against someone based on characteristics protected by federal or state law. Now, before I continue, indoctrinating children into racism, white supremacy should be banned too. Teaching U.S. history might well go ahead and ban that, right? Because you, if you truly learn U.S. history for what it really is, it shows something that's very horrible by one group of people, yet you keep on indoctrinating everyone into white supremacy. See, we can't teach black history, which is American history, but we can teach white supremacy all day. We can indoctrinate kids of all backgrounds into white supremacy, into the lie and falsehood of white supremacy. But let's continue. It says the department confirmed that the administration believes the course created by uh, the college board potentially violates state law for certain material, although it did not specify further. It said college board's AP African American studies course was conceived following the murder of George Floyd in 2020. It said the AP African American studies uh, pilot course is not a history course. And they say it is not a pilot that is still undergoing major revisions. The Arkansas law contains it's a provisions regarding prohibited topics. The department's communication director, Alex Henning told uh, at the time Fox news in a statement that kids in Arkansas headed back to school in the fall uh, semester on Monday. They say without clarity, we cannot approve a pilot that may unintentionally put a teacher at risk of violating Arkansas law. So they say the state give AP credit course, it's a for uh, those that has not been finalized yet. It's a once the pilot has been completed and the AP releases the final course, the ADE, it's a we'll review the final submission at that time. Now, of course, you know, Florida and the College Board got caught up in the drama with Ron DeSantis with the AP African American Studies course. Uh, you know, all the things that happened with that. Uh, way past that course in Florida, they're still pushing more things. Uh, when it comes to black history, he wants to just basically get rid of black history completely. It goes way past that uh, issue about queer history and, and all of that stuff they were trying to put in there. That goes way past that. I mean, so now you have Florida and now you have Arkansas 
basically trying to ban black history. Now you may say, why, why are they trying to ban black history? Well, one, if you tell the truth about their history, the whole world will know who they really are. And they don't really want the world to know who they really are. Would they, the savagery of these people, they don't want them to know that because the more and more the world gets educated on the savagery of these white supremacists here in this country, what they have done in the past and what they continue to do now is going to keep diminishing them throughout the world, especially in geopolitics. So when they try to go tell Russia something, they can say, um, no, you do this. You did this to black people. When they try to tell China something, they say, uh, no, you did this to black people. Constantly, uh, they have done things to black people. Matter of fact, if y'all didn't know, China put out a human rights report on the United States that the American media hid. I actually read it. And, and they were detailing every single thing that they do to black folk but they didn't want black people to, to know anything about that was put out. Right. They, the American media told you they're not out here to inform you. They are here to indoctrinate you into racism, white supremacy. But this, this is my thing with all of this, right? It don't matter really what political party you want to be a part of. We always gonna get the bad end of the stick. So on the, on the right wing side, right? Even though some things that I can agree with on principle, with the right wing side, but I could never say, okay, I want to go be a part of the Republican party because they are very anti-black, very definitely. If they would get rid of the anti-black wing of their party. And, and I've seen many black people say this, say actually more black people go join their party, but they don't want to get rid of that. They, they feel that, Hey, this is part of the party. It's it is what it is. Then if you say, okay, fine. You look at the Democrat party, now they're not really openly attacking black people in that way. No, but they're taking our votes, giving all the, the resources to everybody else, except black people, people that come from other countries, they're giving the resources to them, people in, in overseas, just Biden just asked for another $24 billion of your tax dollars to go to Ukraine on top of the 113 billion he's already sent, which brings it up to 137 billion when they have videos coming out of Ukraine right now where they laid up on beaches and everything else. Not every part of Ukraine is being attacked like that by Russia. They're partying, they're doing everything else over there, but yet they're collecting our tax dollars. While you seeing so many people being thrown out in the streets, so many of our people, 90% of the unemployment claims in the last quarter was done by black Americans underneath a Democrat administration. So it don't matter what the party is in there. We are stuck. People have to think that going with one side or other. That's why I say, I don't want no side. I said, I'm politically independent. And all I do is care about what happens in my community. Now let's go back to this deal with education. The reason why at the beginning, when I got started, I said that I was upset about what happens to our children is because you black parents out there, take your children. You're taking them now to give them to a group of people who you have set up here and claimed that were racist. You claim they were discriminatory. You claim they're white supremacists. You talk about the police, how much they are abusive and all the different things that you have said about these people. And then you take your precious child and go give it to them, right? 
the same police is in them schools. The same white supremacy that you talking about all the time is, is, is teaching your child every day. It's been proven time and time again that our children develop complexes about themselves and it starts in those elementary schools and all the way up. It starts there. They are proven they have a school to prison pipeline. And yet you keep sending your kids back to them. And you claim what it will, you know, I got to work. School is not a, a babysitter. Now let's go back to the pandemic. During the pandemic, they closed those schools. You had to homeschool your child. Some of you realized, wow, my child actually learning more. Wow, my child's not having the problems they have with the homeschool. Shoot, I might well continue to do it there. Some of you have, and, and some of you never sent your kids back there, and, and God bless you for that, right? And then some of you couldn't wait to send your kids back over there to them people. So our kids are being miseducated, mistreated, criminalized, and we're purposely sending our kids back there. And when they don't, when now you have seen that they don't have to go through that. Some of us could send our kids. Maybe if, if you can't do homeschool, maybe you can send them to a private school in your area. That's, that's taught and ran by black people. And you could trust your child children with them. But we can't be sit up here and always talking about what these people are doing and we're not being proactive to protect our children or to even do things for ourselves. See, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said do for sale, people think it all the time when it comes to money or it comes to creating a business. That's part of it. Doing for self means providing your own education and creating education in your own community. That's why they have Muhammad University. So, so they can educate their own people. The first few years of my daughter's life, my, 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 my look, my youngest, she went to a nation of Islam school from the time she was four all the way up until about uh, eight. She went to a nation of Islam school. I'm not in the nation of Islam, but I respect the nation of Islam very much. The nation of Islam has been very cordial to me. They've been brothers and sisters to me and, and I, and I do anything I can for them. But I refused to put my child in a school system that I know had the school to prison pipeline that I know that they kids are being taught at their house to have anti-black racism against my child. I'm not once had my child come home talking about somebody said the N word to, to her or said that she was a monkey or anything else. I never had to do that because my child has always went to school with black people. The school she's going to now, my child goes to school with black people. I can sit up here and be on this microphone or be on, on, on African diaspora or anything else that I'm on talking about what I'm talking about and, and sharing it with you. And then I turn around and give my child to those people. I, I just, I can't do that. And a lot of you know better too. They're not being educated right in those schools. They're not. Most of the people who are making all the money, the millionaires and billionaires don't even go to public school. Never went. They went to uh, uh, private schools. 
or, or they went to some business school or something like that. Look at all the people with the student loan debt. They go to school and they, they say, well, I'm going to get a loan or whatever. They get out of college. They can't even get a job. They even pay the doggone uh, a loan they got from college. You understand? And now they can't pay it because ever since the pandemic, people not even living right in this country. So you got people with all these degrees and can't even get a job. They got a degree and, and they thought that, oh, it's going to provide me a good living. If they do have a job, it's not paying them anything. They got people right now that's making way more money than freaking doctors and lawyers and never even went to college. Young kids, adults who never have no student loan debt, figured out ways to make money in the new way. And, and they not even worrying with anything. What I'm saying to us is even what I'm seeing in this country right now, y'all, this country's in trouble. You can't afford a one bedroom apartment no more. Like talking about in the cities, the food prices is through the roof. I just come from Chicago and I didn't realize Chicago gas prices were like California gas prices. I said, wow. I said, I thought Chicago gas would be maybe a little cheaper, but the same gas in, in freaking Anaheim, LA, that area is the same gas prices in freaking Chicago. Now, Black people in Chicago are suffering. How you going to pay for $5 gas? And then the food is so freaking high. Then you have the schools, the way that that's happening out there. Then the gentrification, trying to move black people out and trying to push people here, push people there. I mean, it is not looking good uh, in this country. And you listen, I've seen more white people complain about how horrible it is. But the deal is about white folks complaining. What I will say to them is, well, when it was happening to us, you said nothing. Now it's happening to you. You're crying. We've been told y'all these problems. But black people, you really going to have to hunker down and really sit down and think. What, what, what are we going to do as a community? Remember when I told you that's great that what we saw in Montgomery and y'all still celebrating that. And that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good with, with that. I'm glad we came together, but doggone it. We got to have more of a, a unification than just getting together when the white supremacists attack. Okay. The chair swinging fine, but what are we going to do when we attack medically in these hospitals? What are we going to do when we attack educationally? Are we going to unify there? I want to see that same unification. Are we going to, are we going to unify the same way we did in Montgomery in the area of economic empowerment, supporting our businesses in our community? Are we going to unify all over the place? We need that unification all the way around, not just a moment when a white supremacist physically attack us because that don't happen every day. But what do happen every day is the weaponization of food. If you live in a, in a particular zip code, you get the worst freaking food ever. It's the truth. And we know eating their food contributes to detrimental health results for black people. So, so not only they're attacking us through food, education, medicine, we know it being attacked through the criminal justice system. We've been attacked on all fronts. So we, so we got to unify all over the place. And just my personal opinion, America is going down. 
just like their credit rating before the world just went down. They had a triple A and now it went down to double A plus something that's never happened in this country before. They want to, and then some people want to look down at other countries outside of America. Some countries outside of America don't have these issues and problems. And the more and more I get older and the more and more I'm seeing how America is really starting to shape itself. Just me personally. And I've had this conversation with my wife. I've had this conversation with my children. The more and more this place keep going in the direction it's going, it's not really a place for me. It's really not. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't breathe family, everything degenerate. And if you speak up against degeneracy, you're attacked. You're in the wrong for speaking up against degenerate behavior. The most filth of the filth goes on in this country. So when I'm watching my brothers and sisters over the seas, putting down certain laws to, to make sure they society stay right. I'm like, yes, yeah, that I'm good with that. Because what's happening here is just ridiculous. Our ancestors did not fight for us to get in the position that we in, in today and to, and for us just to go throw our complete elite, everything on them folks and knowing how we feel, how they feel about us during segregation. We had our own schools and nothing. Okay, fine. Our own businesses, our own this, our own that. How we go from that and not build on that to everything is on them folks. On your jobs, you, the majority of you work for the folks. You, you, you don't really, not the majority work for black people, which is how it should be. Because think about it. The folks hire a lot of people in their community. See how that works? A lot of the Asian people, they create businesses. They try to hire a lot of their own family members or people within their particular community. When you do that, you don't have to be worrying about other groups like that. We lean and depend too much on them folks. And when you lean and depend on somebody, they can treat you any kind of way. Y'all, some of y'all make it so hard about why we can't do this, why we can't do that. You got a thousand excuses for why you can't do something. To me, when I hear somebody saying I can't do something, and, and, and the only time I accept can't unless there's a physical ailment wrong with you or some mental ailment wrong with you. But if none of that's wrong with you, when I hear can't, that means I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put in the work field. I don't want to make the sacrifice. I don't want to do it. It's easier for me to go depend on the folks. Even though you're going to treat me a certain way, it's easier for me to do that. Or I'd rather depend on the folks than actually put in the work to build things up within my community. What if I was that way? It's easier to try to go to school, get a journal journalism degree. It's easier to try to go in and, and try to work for a local media outlet. And hopefully one day, maybe if they allow me, if I sell out enough, allow me to have a position in CNN or something, or MSNBC. What if I thought the same way? You know what would happen? I would have never had this platform. You know what happened? The people that work with me, they would have never worked with me. The lives that we have changed through this platform would have never happened. If I would have said it's easier to go work for the folks, 
because it's so much harder to try to do things on, uh, on our se- for ourselves and for our community. I don't respect cowards. I just don't. I don't respect laziness. And I surely don't respect excuses when it comes to our children when, when many of you will complain on those same schools about how racist they are. The only time you like the only time those schools like us is when we can make them money. Winning a, a, a football championship, winning a basketball championship, winning something in track. That's the only time those schools like us. Send our kids to college. Oh, they like it when you when you win the Rose Bowl. They like that. They like it when you win the NBA Finals. They love it when you win the Super Bowl. Our, our men and, and, and our children, right? Oh, they, they love to see Shakari Richardson running like she's running today. Hopefully they want to put it, you know, okay, she go and run an Olympics, run for this country and get a gold medal or whatever because Shakari is starting to kill it now, right? She had her issues and problems, but Shakari is doing her thing. They love that. When it comes to making them look good and winning, we give all our great talents to these people. And that, and, and as I travel this country and I talk to black people, I, I'm, I'm more and more sickened. Like I said, some of y'all that's waving this flag it's so hard in, in, in America and, and, and talking about how we better than other countries, man, no, the hell we not. No, we not. Have you let left out this country? Have you? I have not seen the amount of homeless people in freaking Kenya than I've seen in the United States. I haven't. And we supposed to, listen, they have an excuse in Kenya. What's our excuse? We supposed to be the richest country on earth, right? And we got homeless people. People who got severe mental illness and a lot of it is our people just thrown in the streets. I mean, I mean, come on, y'all. Y'all better wake up to our position and what we got really got going on and get serious for real. Of course, the majority may not get serious, but I'm talking about those of you who can really hear what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You say, man, yeah, I see what he's talking about. Look in your city, the city you in right now. Look at Houston, Chicago, Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina, anywhere, Washington, D.C., anywhere where our people is at. Look at our condition. And then our condition isn't helped when you have clear sellouts assisting the white supremacists in doing that to us. Because how I feel about it personally, all black politicians are guilty until proven innocent. All of them. Until you show me you for the community, prime example. Until I hear you talking like Julius Malema, I don't want to hear you. Or Brother Eric Mays. When I hear you talking like Eric Mays, then I'm like, okay, you for the people. If you're not talking like that, I, you sold out. And then another thing, me and Brother Shreve are discussing this. You notice how all them black politicians got a certain look about them? I mean, you, not their facial features. They all got a look. And then we all discuss, I say, man, what is this look? And then it hit me. I said, all of them got a buck broken look. All of them. None of them got this strong, like especially the men, strong men who ain't taking no crap. All of them got a buck broken, weak look. 
Look, the female politicians look more stronger than the males, but the females are buck broken too now. But it seems like the black male politician is more buck broken than the female is. Oh, they all their hair ain't out of place. They look like they don't go through nothing, but all they all look buck broken. All of them. It don't matter what party they in either. But seriously, we better get our act together. We and we get a win, fine. We get a win. Cool. Don't you realize white supremacy is already plotting, still plotting? And that black male in Montgomery, you really think he going to come to your rescue for anything? No, he plotting with him. Because remember the video, and we covered that here, that Stephen Reed was talking crap about black people, talking about he don't care about black people voting for him as long as he got the white ones. But that's the guy y'all looking at, please. And he bug broken too. Look at him. Look at how he moved, straight bug broken. What I'm telling a lot of you is, 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 is in this podcast is if you're going to talk about racism and white supremacy, well then make sure that you don't just give your children to these people. Make sure of it. I got an interview coming with a brother, uh, Abdul Muhammad from Chicago, and he's going to d- discuss how they removed him out of a principal position and how they strategically put all these white women in teaching positions. Don't want no black male teachers. And we know good and well the Karen antics they do. But yet you want to keep giving our children to these people. That's why I say it. It makes me upset a lot with a lot of you. Because our children depend on us to, to, to protect them. And we're not doing a good job of that. We're not. Some of us still leaning on the Democrat party thinking they going to save us. The Democrat party, not trying to save you. We need to save our dog on sales. Cause like I told all of you, I'm not going to be preaching this stuff to you forever. I told you my time. It's going to be a time. I'm not going to say much about this no more because I'm going to move on to something else that I got to do. But y'all better, y'all better unify pretty quick. Because black folks right now is, is in a horrible, horrible position nationwide in America. 